once you get past that line, it's a whole different world where no rules of society come into play. It's just pure violence, death, and destruction. G'day, legends. I hope that you're doing really well. Now, today we've got another interview with an Australian foreign fighter who we've spoken to before. He was behind the famous video of the boys in the back of the Humvee and let's go and kill these effing seas. In this video is after a number of other raids that have then taken place on trench systems and talking about killing for the first time, how the mission went, what happened, and breaking down a video that has been doing the rounds around the internet of engaging Russian soldiers coming back into a trench system which they had then fled. Very interesting when we break that down because online you only see a short snippet, so of course then we break it down here. So thanks mate for coming on the podcast, I hope you guys enjoy it, and if there's anyone you would like me to speak to, please feel free to reach out. Thank you. Oh yeah, you, you got me? Yeah, I got you bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. How you going? Good. You sound good, man. Yeah, yeah I don't feel very good. <laughs> yeah, what's up with you? Uh, just fucking working up with a probably like a headache or a stomach bug. I woke up with a headache this morning, and then it just sort of fucking rocked me for like a bit. So I've got. To, <laughs> I'm just dealing with the uh, aftermath of that now. Really. Fucking hell, mate. No good. Bad luck. Yeah. Um, I'm in my bunker right now with a. Uh, team you might just see some uh, background noises or or uh, obscene language but yeah <laughs> I hey apologize. and now nah, that's all good um if anyone says anything that you need me to cut out just um let me know sooner rather than later <laughs> that's easier yeah. oh yeah yeah will do <laughs> thank you no you're right i'm always somewhat cognizant of that <laughs> how you been man since fucking we last spoke i'm good man i've uh, been busy being just you know Floating around doing my doing my bloody usual. What about yourself? Uh not bad. Uh fucking we've just been doing like a lot of training and uh another uh, another op as well, which um I'm allowed to tell you about too, so um that was a fun one. I can fucking give you the details on and shit as well. Yeah, let's and sorry, man. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say let let's talk about that, but um when we last spoke, you messaged me just after we spoke, and you're like, oh, there's something we missed out on this, um, about you start getting stuck in, like, a cam net or something? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, so, um, what the, uh, last, what the, so you would have seen the, um, the most recent, uh, if you've seen the YouTube channel for Chosen Company now, and they've uploaded, um, the video that's our first trench assault yeah and um in it thankfully uh thankfully the editor cut out when i uh, hit that entry point um i jumped right into uh, a cam net and proceeded to get stuck with my leg hanging half in the air uh and i fucking i was the first one in and all i yelled was uh get the fuck in here now at the top of my lungs and you could probably hear the pure terror in my voice because I thought I was about to get slotted from like two different angles <laughs> as I went in. So uh, I'm glad that was left out um, <laughs> because it's a bit embarrassing for me. But uh, yeah, that was a really, really, really scary point of that uh, trench, the uh, initial entry, which is uh, not what you want. No, no shit. No shit. Can you tell me about Chosen Company? Uh, it's, it's been popping off a little bit everywhere and I feel like I'm on the inside because I see it shared around and whatever. And I'm like, I know, I, I know people on the inside of this. Um, <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about that, how it became, uh, how it sort of came about and you know what it's become now? 
Yeah, so uh, initially chosen company uh, was uh, a company part of the second battalion of the International Legion. And um, from like last time I told you, uh, things there weren't exactly, you know, uh, rainbows and sunshine with, uh, I guess, higher up command and, you know, the sort of the general way we would do things there. Um, so a bit, our commander, um, who you would know now as Ryan, um, announced that he was leaving the unit, um, to go find, you know, greener pastures and he, like all of us are welcome to come. And from that point, uh, pretty much I'd say 80 or 90% of us were like, yep, we're going to leave here and come with you. And then, uh, after a few weeks, we, he got the go ahead to come to attach to a Ukrainian, um, brigade, which everyone knows now is the 59th brigade underneath, uh, the reconnaissance company for that brigade. And what we were being employed, uh, as was what we were to be employed as was the, I guess, assault attachment to that reconnaissance company. So we're a separate, we're attached under the command of the reconnaissance company and uh, now filling the role of the uh, assault element as well, along, along with the Ukrainians of the uh, recon company as well, because recon here isn't, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, go in, observe. It's mainly done with drones. So we, the only recce that's done is with the drones and then we're employed as the assault on those uh, positions that are reconnaissance by the UAV units. Yeah, right. Okay. But, yeah, it makes sense. Um, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll continue on. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't really explain too much, but like, <laughs> we're all uh, we're all foreigners from all walks of life, um, with all like various or no military experience, and we essentially uh, uh, attack these uh, positions with the support of the fifty cal like Humvees that the United States have provided, and it's essentially we're just like a like a shock or like storm unit will just hit them hard and fast before they have time to prepare so we can have the you know highest advantage possible when hitting these positions to catch them off guard essentially um yeah it's like a essentially like a quick storm unit for fucking these russian positions i guess is a good way of saying it yeah and you mentioned in that um people of little or no military experience so you've got guys who have never actually served there as well yeah, so we have we have dudes who have like spent fucking years and years in the military, and also uh, civilians. Uh, we take civilians. Uh, we're happy to take civilians because you know these dudes they're willing to learn, um, and you know we don't just want to give away a, someone who's going to be an asset to us just because they have no military experience. The people who come here more often than not, more often than not. Yeah, you know, they're very honest with their uh, backgrounds and they that like, hey, I've never experienced A, B or C before, um, but I'm willing to learn and willing to, you know, put in the training and that, like, that's what we're happy with. And a lot of dudes have stepped up um, with zero military experience and they've done, they've done better than fucking a lot of people I've seen like in the past with military experience too. So I guess they come in sort of a way untainted is a good way of putting it and you can sort of mold them to how you want without any uh past 
you know, uh, NATO military experience that can uh, make it difficult for them to relearn some things. Yep. Does that make sense? No, it, it definitely makes sense. It's a little bit like how the Air Force doesn't want you having a civilian pilot's license before going and flying like a fighter jet. You don't want to get in those bad habits. They just want to start and mould you the way we need you for that. Yeah, exactly. And is that the best tactic that you've found? Is that sort of um, hard and fast, straight push in? Is, is that what you found the best? Well, uh, so far it's it's worked um, really, really well for us. We push into these positions and the Russians either run away or they're so surprised about what we like, how fast we've hit them that they, like, I guess just in some instances hide and wait for us to pass um, because they just aren't prepared for how quick we come in and, and hit them. Yeah. And look, we have to talk about it. Um, because the video went uh, very, very viral. And it's always funny. I don't know if I get this more than some people, but when I'm watching a bit of footage, I'm like, oh, this is wild. And then I look at who, who it is. I'm like, I fucking know them. Um, <laughs> um, we have to talk about the footage. Now, it wasn't your helmet cam, I don't believe, but I think it was your, uh, your team marksman um, on the counter um, red dot site. Um, takes down the dude and then the guy with the Z patch, like the, the obvious Russian, uh, jumps in the trench from behind. Can you, is that the most recent attack? And I'd love you to sort of run me through how that how that situation went. And I've got some questions about that also. Yeah, so that was uh, the most recent uh, assault we did. Uh, we approached uh, we approached the position in three of our Humvees. Uh, mine was in the rear, and we had two entry points into the uh, trench system. Uh, one from the like both ends of the trench. As we pulled up in front of the position, our front Humvee hit a mine <clears throat> and blew the hood off into orbit. Um, but everyone in the Humvee was okay. Uh, we then dismounted, uh, bounded up to the trench, uh, made entry. And prior to that, uh, we had known that there was uh, another trench that we would pass, a Russian trench we would pass on the way there. And as we, uh, as we pulled up, the Ukrainians also pulled up to their Russian trench position as well that they were assaulting. And we... Uh, we sort of assumed in orders that the Russians only have two ways to go, either from that trench to ours or across the open ground, like a few hundred metres to the next Russian position. And we're like, okay, once we enter, we're going to have this re-security element to make sure no squirters do come over. And lo and behold, uh, as you see on the footage, they start running over to us because they think that this trench that we're in is uh, still occupied by their friendlies, but uh, it turns out they're a little bit too late so, and so, they ran straight into our rear element. So, not to sound like an, an idiot, but I'm trying to break this down. So, you've pushed yeah, no, to yeah. a trench behind the first Russian trench line and they've come back into it? Is that correct? Because so, on that... Uh, on that tree line yep. that we uh, attacked the trench in, there were two trench systems. The one we attacked, yep. and the one just uh, just uh, about fifty or so meters uh, behind that one, which was also occupied by the uh, Russians. And I believe that right. was their fighting position, 
and then the one we hit was their sort of rest position. So uh, when they when we hit them both at the same time, the Russians were in so much confusion that they just had to run uh, back to what they thought were friendly lines, right. which is only like a 50-meter run. Yep. But uh, we had already occupied um, the trench by that point. My question is, Mother, how did you end up behind them in that like resting position? Did the Ukrainians hit that first sort of fighting position and then you guys like flank in from the side or something? Oh, we just drove straight past it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you're just straight across the yeah. top and, and, oh, right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Well, we're seeing that. I'm seeing a lot of that like drone footage with like the, um, uh, Bradley's, the M113s, you know, ramp down literally on or past trenches and straight in. Um, so it, it yeah. the confusion, man, like, uh, there's so much of this where people are like, oh, look at this guy, he's running out, he's no idea what he's doing. I'm like, do you have an idea how fucking confusing that would be? Like, you just get hit like that, which way's up or down. People have never been dumped by a big wave, and you're like, you don't even know which way to swim up. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, man. like the, 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 um, our quick, our tactics of hitting them real hard and real fast is essentially the um, the uh, initiative, the first bit of initiative and pretty much the winning bit of initiative that we have to gaining entry into the trenches and clearing them. So it's doing that, like it's, it's proof right there that we do it so fast that the Russians just don't know what the fuck is happening. And, and can you continue with that story? Sorry for my, my cut in of what's in, what then happened oh, yeah. in the trench. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I can't give like details on where it was or whatnot, but I've, been, I've, um, Ryan's told me that I can talk about how the trench actual salt went and whatnot. Um, um sorry, do you need me to cut out Ryan's name? So no, no, everyone, it's all over social media that okay. Ryan's the, um, company commander of chosen company. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows. Yeah. Um, so we uh, so we dismount. We make and we bound up to the trench. We make entry into the. Uh, it was the western side of it. Um, the other team made entry into the southern side because the trench itself went into it a bit of an L. So it went from uh, west to east, then cut on a nine degree to fucking like a north south sort of one. Right. Right. And we made uh, <clears throat> entry into the trench. I was uh, second bloke uh, into progress. So we got into like a little bit of a, a crater, our starting point, and then started progressing forward. We hit a our first uh, friction point, which was a small fighting position. Uh, the actual firing port was off to the north, uh, thankfully, so it wasn't watching our way. Um, me and the first, uh, me and the first dude pushed up to that point. Uh, it was initially clear and that's when it came up to a bit of like a four way junction. So after that little bunker, uh, about a meter, there was a left turn. Uh, it went to the front and there was also at the time, which I thought was a right turn, but that was, uh, that was, uh, collapsed. I assume from the IDF that had been hitting it. And as me and my mate pushed up there, <clears throat> Uh, a Russian pops around from the corner to the front about five meters ahead. He had no, no body. Only, all he had on him was his uniform. He had no body armor, no helmet, no weapon. And as he comes around the corner, me and my mate light him up, fire, shoot him. He pops back around the corner and that's the last I see of him uh, until later on. Um, we then push up, clear the left sector and then uh, start pushing forward. And the Russian was there, uh, collapsed. 
uh, on his stomach because uh, me and my mate had shot him mm. enough times that he only got a few meters before collapsing onto the ground. Um, so he was dead. We stumbled uh, over him, his body, and then uh, cleared the next uh, bunker from there. <clears throat> and from there, uh, we had established like a lunar exploitation for both teams because we were going to be meeting in the middle. So to uh, to minimize or mitigate uh, fracture side, we both had a point in the trench which neither team was going to go past or shoot into unless taking fire from there, uh, especially frag grenades. We weren't going to frag in case we uh, logged one too far. Um, and from that point, we were to establish comms with the other side and, uh, you know, game where they are and then then the next, uh, then whichever team was there first was then going to uh, commit into that bunker while the other holds. Um, <clears throat> we got to that point um, and we had no communications with the other team. Uh, we had taken a few bits of uh, mortars, IDF and suicide drones as well as this point. So at no, having no comms of them, we were thinking, ah oh, shit, they are, could be in a bad way. So after trying over and over again to, you know, get voice comms with them because the radios uh, were having troubles. <clears throat> we uh, decided to commit to the bunker, push it in. We eventually cleared that, popped out the other side, uh, and then eventually uh, got within yelling distance of the other team. We uh, then, uh, or before that point, I could hear, I could hear a bloke dying from around the corner. I wasn't sure if it was in another bunker to my front or around the corner, um, but also. At that time, I was thinking it could be uh, the other team as well. But in order to get to that stage to confirm it, um, I had to push across this bunker that we uh, hadn't cleared yet. So, <clears throat> And also in the midst of that was a bunch of ammo cooking off as well that we had to fucking uh, jump over and dive past. Some of, it, um, some of it would explode and then splatter a bit of me and my mate, but we came out all right. Um, we jumped over that cleared the next bunker and then got visual on the other the other team <clears throat> between him and my, him and myself uh there was another dead russian on the ground he was the one i was hearing dying earlier on um once we confirmed that he was dead we then got the uh got the all clear for our uh, trench clear uh and then from there we uh essentially started setting up security uh, from both ends of the trench, uh, exploitation of documents and equipment and of the dead. <clears throat> and then from there, uh, we were pretty much uh, waiting for a counterattack and uh, putting ourselves into a position where we could provide security, but also not die from any incoming um, mortars or uh, artillery. Uh, we did... Uh, we did uh, get a warm welcome from a Russian tank at some point, but uh, he got swarmed with suicide drones and decided, fuck this, I'm going home. So he uh, politely fucked off back down the road <laughs> where uh, once he came. So uh, <laughs> we indeed didn't do that again. Um, and then from there, we were probably occupying their trench for about, uh, I think it was four hours in total. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah about, about four or five hours total. Um, we took a lot of, uh, indirect at that time. I had some, uh, myself along with a lot of the other boys had some real close calls with, uh, artillery or at least 120 mil mortars coming down. 
Um, a few dudes got rocked by them, but it's okay. Uh, they're, they're okay. Um, and then we waited for the relief to come. We did our hoto and then we uh, exfilled uh, back out the way we came. Uh, but yeah, that was the, uh, that was, I guess the, uh, the gist of the, uh, assault. It went, it went pretty well. We had, uh, one, uh, I guess one prior, one casualty shot through and through in the neck with a PKM. Oh, shit. Uh, he survived because our medics are fucking amazing. Uh, they kept him alive. Me and another bloke, uh, dragged him from, uh, the south side of that trench system all the way to the center point uh, where the medics did their uh, voodoo magic, kept him alive, and he was uh, also extracted uh, out of there with us. Man, that's, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Sorry if I, if I probably sound a bit incohesive as well. <laughs> I'm still, like, discombobulated <laughs> from fucking earlier this morning. I apologize, bro. Mate, mate, don't, don't apologize at all. I know this is... Um... It's absolutely last minute. You and you and I chat a fair bit um, online, but not at all. I've I've just been taking notes, um, just to ask you about a couple of things as well. Um, mm-hmm. So last podcast, which I think a lot of people don't understand, um, you said that oh, we've never seen a Russian, and this is not uncommon for uh, for soldiers mm-hmm. to not have seen the enemy uh, from all wars. Um, you, you mentioned in that story that you um, you and your mate came around that corner. I'm guessing you sort of pied around the corner of that uh, that guy ran out in a couple of meters, and you guys fucking mowed him down. Was that the actual the first Russian mm. you'd actually seen? Yes, yeah, so that was the first Russian I've seen, and the first one I've shot too. So, um, yeah, it was in a stark contrast from last time. I've never seen a live Russian. So, oh, I've seen one now. I've shot him. And and how how did that how did that feel? You know, that's your first kill. Um, how did, mm. how did that come and how does that now rest with you now a week or so after? Um, it honestly, it uh, didn't really, I don't know. It, it just felt, uh, I guess normal in a sense, like it, he was there. Uh, I don't know. It just, it's just something I'd prepared to do and he, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it just, nothing took me by shock. Well, I, I saw him there. We shot him, and he died. Um, so it's I don't know. It's, it's hard to put into words. I'm sorry, but it it didn't really take me by surprise or like a massive like pause moment. We shot him, and then we just continued clearing on the uh, clearing the trench like it, it hadn't happened. So it was um, just just another Tuesday. Just just another Tuesday. <laughs> uh, well, uh, and and that's fairly common for people to say. I do a lot of these, and people like you don't you you think it's going to be some big event, world stopping, but the world just goes on bullets still flying you just continue on it's almost anti-climatic it's like having sex the first time you think this is going to be <laughs> fucking sparklers coming out your ass and you're like oh that's a bit how's my whole existence as a 14 year old boy led up to this <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah i guess that, that's a good way of putting it it was anticlimactic from other other stories we'll have a uh, you know you hear a lot of stories of people killing for the first time and uh they like sort of have this pause moment or like, you know, they'll, they'll throw up or have this uh, sense of like euphoria when they do it. But I, I, I felt none of those. It just felt like the, the job, I, yeah. I guess. Um, and, and I, honestly, that's probably the best reaction I could have hoped for because it didn't distract me from um, 
continuing continuing on with the uh, op at all. So I'm pretty happy with how it it went in that uh, in regards to that. Yeah, and then you mentioned that you um, continued clearing and you cleared through uh, a bunker. Now I could be incorrect, but I've, I think I've seen footage of you and your mate um, sort of stacked up, um, firing through almost like a Hessian. Uh, like curtainy uh, door, mm. is that that bunker you're talking about? Yeah. Was was that was there anyone so in that? The, so that's the bunker. That's the first one. That's where we shot that dude from. Right. Um. So that was the first like 10, 15 meters into the trench. Yep. Uh, and that was, I guess you could call it a, a bunker, but it was really a fighting position with overhead protection. Uh, the Next bunker that I'm referring to was further on towards the center of the position, and that was a full-on. Uh, it was had overhead protection inside, and but it also dug down into what looked like a sleeping quarters, also. Right, and was anyone in there? No, no one was in there. Um, it smelled like absolute shit, though. Uh, in there, uh, I believe that the Russians. Once the uh, Ukrainians started hitting it with IDF, did not want to come out, and they were probably in there for a few days before uh, the attack. And I think they were so scared that they just didn't want to even come out to take a shit. So uh, between the IDF and the suicide drones, um, I guess I, I don't blame them at all, but when we got in there, it, it was not a pleasant smell. Yeah, where, where did the rest of the guys go, though? Because you'd assume a, a system like that has tens of guys in it uh did they flee to the other line were they killed by the was there a heap of bodies in it from the artillery rolling on that uh, before you actually debusted into that or nah so the majority of the fighting russians were in the uh position that the ukrainians took right and then about i think it was from the drone footage it was like it was eight of them uh who had ran over um, in our trench position, there were a total of four, but during the assault, two had managed to slip away. So the ones who were left there were the ones dead. Yeah, freaking pretty pretty jack of your mates to just fucking leave you there as four of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, that's why we're, we're pretty confident that was the rest position because there was so little of them uh, actually yeah. in that. The other position the Ukrainians took had at least um, three dedicated what looked like PKM positions to fight from and then they had their trench just sort of led all the way back into uh our one so yeah we're, we're pretty confident that that was the case right and you said as you moved through that bunker then you could hear um like a, a gurgling or something of a guy dying did that turn out to be one of your guys or one of the uh russian guys who'd been hit no 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 that that was um one of the russians he was around the corner on um the uh, north-south running bit of the trench as it uh, turned. I just didn't have visual on him until I actually uh, turned the corner and got there. But by the time I had gotten there, he was already dead. Right. But a few minutes before that, I could just hear him sort of dying, sort of moaning and, uh, I guess, fucking, you know, in, in pain, essentially. And, and what hit him? Was it the arty or gunfire or...? Uh, so it was... It was grenades... A suicide drone. It was first a suicide drone, I think. Uh, then grenades, and then uh, bullets. Yeah. Eventually, it's fucking it was like that. brutal. I mate, I mate came around the corner, and he still had it. He had his PKM beside him as well. He, this dude was all kitted up. 
uh, as opposed to the uh, one me and my mate uh, blasted. Uh, but he was uh, he had his foot his foot was hanging off, his hand was gone, uh, so he was not in a very good state by the time we reached him. Yeah. Do you think you feel more empathy for someone like that than sort of a, a I want to say almost like a cleaner kill? Like you know you've shot someone up, you laced them up, and they're dead in before they hit the ground, or like that suffering like that? Because yeah. I guess you're still a human. I know you're a really good, nice, empathetic guy. Uh, does that I guess stick with you a bit more than just a kill? Um, not, not in a uh, negative way. Like I do. I do, when I do think about it, like it thinks, oh, like that, it, it does suck, especially, you know, you know, for him being left there alone, dying, essentially just waiting to be uh, killed. Um, but again, you know, it, it is, uh, it is, I guess, quite two different uh, scenarios in that trench. You, know, you shoot one and we shot the first dude, he died pretty, pretty quickly. And then you had this next dude who was there in total for probably about, 10 minutes before dying mm. but um you know like yeah i guess fucking um it doesn't it doesn't stick me in a bad way it just i just think of it sometimes like oh i fucking you know it's unfortunate for him that he uh i guess waited so long to die compared to his mate if that makes sense sorry no 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 completely and, and- can you talk us through this footage of um, your mate's uh, GoPro helmet camera of his um, on the weapon system on like the side uh, mounted um, canter like uh, red dot when we see yep. two gentlemen, uh, two guys running across uh, and then he hits, I believe, the first one and then the other one runs through. Mm-hmm. What what was the scenario there? Because that's been shared around a lot of like these guys are unarmed unkitted like surrendering and one got taken down but as everything you know this shows a glimpse of footage not the event uh can you run us through mm. what actually the fuck hap- was happening in that footage because even when i saw it for the first time i was like well that's that's a bit fucking rough um but yeah. as always i like to look behind what, what actually was the case with this mm. so it is quite a short clip uh, obviously, and a lot of people will just draw their own conclusion from it, which is understandable. But so in that uh, scenario, that first dude, he had a weapon, so he got dropped. And the second dude uh, running into our uh, trench there, um, you know, he, he got identified they had no weapon. Um, and we thought, like, uh, the bloke thought, oh, he might be, you know, coming to surrender. Um, but no, he had just come in thinking that we were his mates. Um, so he comes in. And the bloke behind uh, the GoPro is yelling, like, surrender, surrender, like, uh, you know, he wants him to stop. And then the what Russian realizes, oh, we're not his mates. So he takes off back in that same direction, uh, going for the weapon that his mate dropped. Um, and then he's uh, then killed because he's, you know, decides to still take up arms, not listen to commands. He could have easily just dropped on the ground and surrendered but he decided to whether it was in a state of panic or he had uh decided to go back like for his weapon he he ran he went back for it and you know paid the price i guess yeah yeah oh shit i I, um i'm either i've finished the video earlier i didn't see that whole thing because it looks like in my memory and I, i must be incorrect here that the guy behind gets dropped 
Uh, and then the guy runs through and is taking a POW. Or does a POW come up from the rear and jump in the trench? Uh, that's... So from that from that same video you're talking about? Yeah, because it looks like there's a guy, like um, like a Russian guy, literally jumps in the trench on top of your fucking mate. With You can see the Z on his body armor and his face. Like, what the fuck is he's coming in? Yeah, yeah. So those two, out of those two dudes... Uh, the front one gets dropped, and yeah. then that second dude is the one who runs into the trench. And then he realizes, fuck, these aren't Russians. And then he runs back that same way to his uh, dead mate uh, going to go pick up his weapon. Right, okay. I'm I'm thinking I'm, I must have completely interpreted the footage uh, incorrectly. Let me I'm, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this right now while I'm, while I'm yeah. talking with you. Um, oh, shit. Is it on Chosen Company? Oh, yeah, it is. Are we allowed to promote Chosen no, Company's Instagram? <laughs> Yeah, 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 go for it. The chosen underscore, uh, the underscore chosen underscore company. So, um, it uh, it is a quite a short clip, so it's obviously going to leave um, be open to a lot of questions about people. So I'm I'm not surprised people have all these uh, I guess different interpretations of what happened, like why yeah. what happened after. Um, so that's you know I don't blame people for thinking that is quite. It's only like what thirty seconds or something long clip. Yeah, but, but this is why I I like to do this because I even get that too. I'm like fuck, and then you know I get that I get to actually do this and break it down with with guys. So you see him counted on the gun here on you know basically a ninety degree angle. So the first guy's dropped. Mm. Second guy's running. So he, the shot misses him. But look, he runs in the trench. Oh right. Oh, yeah. sorry. So he comes around the back of your mate and jumps in. Yeah. Right. At, at, That's at that point. Uh, at that point, he's thinking, "Oh, like he must be coming. He's got no weapon. Clearly, he must be coming to uh, surrender or something." And then he gets given the commands to surrender, ignores it, runs away, and uh, dies. Oh, so yeah. So it doesn't show that that part where he's running away. It ends. Just with him, sort of yes, his yes, hands, yes. sort of up like this, and then, and then yep. that's a direct cuts out. So he went to run back again. Did he? No one detained him. No, no. The, the um, bloody he he came in. It was all so quick. Um, he came in, realized, and then immediately ran back. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah. So, so I, f I forgot the footage. Uh, didn't include him running running back away. No, no, that no, that's all right. I'm just trying to break it down as well and get the full story out of out of this stuff because you know, you, mate, you know how it is with with things. You, you whether it's a video of bloody someone cracking the shits at McDonald's or war, you know, it shows 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. of what's happened, and you're like, oh, that bloke's yeah. a yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, like we absolutely did not just execute him there on the spot. He he actively ran back, went for his mate's gat. Um, before he was uh, engaged. Yeah, of, of course. I just wanted to know, you know, the full sort of um, lowdown of what, what happened there. So that was a... I, I didn't... I only um, knew that happened. I knew blokes ran into the trench from behind during the op, but I didn't know it was that close um, of an encounter until I watched the GoPro footage of my mate later on. It was, I was like, holy fucking shit. I never expected them to get... Uh, that close to us, mate. He must have fucking touched your mate, like within like a f three feet. <laughs> that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking right on his ass. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Christ, fuck. Well, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me. It's, but I guess you never thought you'd be fighting a war in trench systems like this. You know, you and I received the same training in the military, and we thought that was a piss take, didn't we? 
Oh, uh, fucking yeah! I, I never. Whenever I did, um, I, whenever I did trench training, um, which was very, very little. I remember um, when I was on JLC, my mate, uh, bloke from Seven Aria, um, was like, "Yeah, we get made to do trench training all the time." I'm like, "This fucking ridiculous, bro! What the fuck?" And then I come here, I'm like, "Oh my god, it's everywhere." <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's one of those things that no one thought was actually going to be a thing, man. Yeah, especially like I didn't really think it'd be a thing in the Australian army, but um, obviously, like uh, with a war that's dictated a lot by indirect fire, trenches are like you have to have them. You can't not. They will save your life. They so they're it's it's a non-negotiable. Fucking whichever major war is going to be um, fought next, our boys are going to be digging in. So they better get the reps in while they can. Dig us. <laughs> I heard, I heard a diggers in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. I've actually, I've actually talked to uh, my old CO, um, commanding officer from, from seven. And I was like, mate, mm. trust me, trenches is going to be fucking everything. This Gucci urban warfare shit. It might be fun to do and cool, but that's not what it's going to be for for a, a, car, well, a battalion like seven RAR in a war. Like it may be for the SAS, mm. but the the boys are not – like they may do some of that, but it's going to be like you guys are doing that out in the dirt and the mud, clearing trenches under artillery. Yeah, the uh, the artillery is definitely – two points at which I'm scared the most is before step off and then once we're in the trench taking artillery because it – especially with how close it gets – all you're sort of doing is just waiting for it to hit you because you have to hold the trench. You have to stay there. And all it takes is one lucky, um, well, unlucky for us, um, artillery round or mortar to actually get into the trench. And in that particular, at the end there, when we were just waiting for relief now, for it to get dark enough, um, you could hear the guns or the mortar go off and you knew that one was coming for you. Then a few seconds later, you hear a quick whiz and then it fucking hit like 10 or so meters away from you but because we're in the trench we're you know pretty well protected um from the shrapnel at least but it's still it still rocks you when it hits close from the concussion of it all and the blast oh for sure and who who were the guys that you were fighting were they just mobilized guys were they i don't know one of the other units out there we th i think they were uh dpr yep. um i don't think they were uh russian military um but the uh dpr i believe with the luhansk people's republic were amalgamated into the russian military which uh i would imagine would have given them you know a bit of upgraded equipment um to use because they they uh one of the dudes had a high cut helmet but it was uh you know a chinese knockoff of it but they haven't, it's not like they've got fucking all have tin cans for helmets and are all using Mosins. Like, I picked up a Russian AK with a holographic and this compensator on it as well. They had thermals in the trench, they had night vision as well. Uh, I took a couple of thermal images from the trench, uh, too. Uh, so yeah, they've like they've got stuff, it's not like they've just got fucking nothing there, but I think they were DPR, Donetsk People Republic. That makes sense. There's still a lot, a lot of that in um, different areas up and down the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it depends. Like you know, so, some 
like everything, some positions will get more equipment than others, depending on how, um, I guess, at risk the Russians will uh, feel they are. So they'll, you know, if the higher risk ones will get given, you know, better equipment like thermals to be able to see at night, night vision and such. Yeah. And did I see a video, and I could be incorrect, of you guys um, with bayonets on weapons too? Yeah, so that was the first trench assault um, that I told you about, about the cam net as well. Um, yeah, one of the boys fucking uh, <laughs> fucking uh, jumped into the trench with a bayonet, fixed to his bloody weapon. <laughs> to, to an AK or an AR platform or something? Or? Yeah, uh, AK, it was um, like a issued bayonet that we got given. Yeah. It's fucking wild, man. <laughs> yeah, I've seen seeing um, comments on the video, a lot of people are loving the bayonet <laughs> too. <laughs> It's it's not something you see in modern war, mate. Most people think it's for the bloody tin opener or the wire cutter on the back of the AK bayonet, not not actually yeah. in in combat. You know? Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's you, you rarely see it. Actually, I don't think I've seen combat footage elsewhere of the war here with someone fixed uh, with a fixed bayonet. I'm sure people have done it, but nothing that I've seen previously, at least. Fucking wild! What what's what's coming up next for you? If if you can say anything or, or what you're doing at the moment. Uh, right now we're just uh, I can't say what's coming up next or anything, but right now we're just um, I guess just training, um, preparing for fucking uh, whatever is coming next. Yeah, and you know you hear more rumors than I. How are things seeming on the front line? We've seen Ukraine have some fairly major breakthroughs in the past thirty six hours. Um. How sort of the feeling about about that is? Is there more of a optimistic outlook? Because I know even when you and I last spoke and some other guys, it's like, oh fuck, this isn't really going brilliantly. But we've seen some more major breakthroughs into the Russian primary um, defensive lines as well. Uh, I haven't kept too up to date with that, to be honest. What do you mean? You got a uh, mate? You got a mate who does this for a living, mate, on YouTube. Support your boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm lacking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going jack. Um, so far, uh, what have I seen? So I have noticed that they are, Ukraine is pushing, is taking some areas, uh, which is good. But uh, I don't, uh, I, I think it's, uh, Oh, my brain can't really handle thinking about right now. I don't think I'm too, it's too mushy to think that far ahead right now, bro. I'm sorry. No, you're right, man. Um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to watch your videos more to keep up, bro. Oh, no, no. I was more just asking if you've heard any sort of rumors or like, um, or the, nah. the idea has sort of, um, or the, the mood has increased to like, Hey, we're not just getting pounded now. We're really making some ground. Like if, if the oh. feeling has changed. No, no. Oh, so far, um, since last time we spoke, no, I haven't had any, um, haven't noticed any feeling change with uh, in regards to that at all. It's just sort of stayed the same. But I mean, we're all we're always in high hopes, uh, so uh, that feeling hasn't changed. I haven't fucking uh, gotten worried or heard any negative rumors and such like that. Yeah, easy. You copped, um, you were copping a little bit of flack in my last one about you basically saying, look, it's the combat. Uh, like I'm after, you know, doing my job yeah. fighting. Um, mm. Has that, like, do you still feel like a lot of loyalty um, one way, but you're sort of chasing that combat 
Um, is that sort of scratch being itched more now that you've really got into the mix? Yeah, it's um, it was definitely uh, that last engagement was definitely um, one of the ones I was you know hoping for to hit uh, an occupied enemy position. Um, it's definitely uh, now that I've gone through it, it's definitely something that um, you know I, I'm glad I've I've gotten to experience now, and I'm sure it's going to come uh, again many times now. But I'm glad. Now that we've hit an occupied Russian trench with actual, you know, people in it, um, I know I can handle that aspect as well because you know it's it's well and easy, uh, not easy, but you know it's it's definitely a different experience going through a trench where you think there's enemy to one to knowing there's enemy currently in it. Yeah, for sure. What what do your what do your close friends and family think of this sort of stuff? Like when you tell them about this and they see that footage. Um, how's the reaction to this? Um, my, uh, I told my mate, asked my mate back home, uh, how he like, how he thought about, uh, it all. Cause there's a uh, footage of me, uh, searching one of the dead bodies and I asked him, oh, I could, what, like, is it, is it weird seeing me like doing this or is any, he, he said, oh, it's, uh, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit of a shock, you know, to, you know, knowing you my whole, like knowing me his whole life and, uh, you know, wanting to do this sort of thing and actually seeing it, uh, seeing me doing it all. He said that it's, uh, did it all it, by himself. <laughs> I did. I've actually gone ahead and gotten to do it. And he, he said like, it's, it's a bit, no bit of a shock to see on video, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's wild and like awesome to see me actually here doing it. So it's the same sentiment um, I get from like most of my mates back home as well. It's just, it's wild that someone they know, you know, close is off here doing this shit. Oh man, it, it, it is wild because it seems like such a far, especially from Australia, I guess, such a far away war. And it's like, oh, this guy's one one degree of separation away from, from the us and the boys, you know, people like you and I, I didn't even notice you and I have a number of mutual friends. Um, there's some people who heard you like, oh, that's yeah. fucking <laughs> such and such. And I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um, like my mates, I, my, like a few like mates keep telling me as well. Like you've seen, you know, I, I pretty much fucking like more combat than the, like a lot of the uh, regular infantry in the army as well. And it's, I like that because I have experience I can, you know, help teach them with now because I think I said it to you in our last interview, uh, I think I did, that like I want to, you know, come back one day and, and, you know, give this knowledge, pass it on to the boys so they they actually have someone to trust to know like that these experiences they're sharing are of my own and not hearing it secondhand. Like yeah. I, can, I can proudly go to say I know this from experience this works and this doesn't. Yeah, mate, uh, ab absolutely. That is just super important. And I know, you know, you've, you've seen and done more than I in the combat space there, but even I was asked to come back to some units and talk about some of the trench systems I'd seen, some of the tactics used, things that seemed successful and non-successful and geared we'd found on, um, on dead guys as well. Um, so I'm, I'm absolutely sure you'll be um, welcome to open arms at any unit. Um, who want that level of experience and it is incredibly important. Um, 
the only problem you're going to have is you're going to have some dickhead with a fucking crown on his chest who's never done shit, yeah. um, who's like, oh, he never yeah. passed this yeah. fucking written exam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh i'm hoping that when it's all over and uh i come back to australia to live that i can i do hope i can re-enlist although i'm sure there's going to be some difficulties with it but even if i can't even if they do take me on as like i would happily come in and advise you know what like training or like just talking about it because i i don't want this shit to go to a waste especially when it could be very, very valuable to the fucking units back home because they they need to they need to know this shit and it's it's like imperative that they learn from it. I'm hoping I'm hoping a lot of the command back home are learning from the Ukrainian war at least in a realistic manner. Yeah, I'd, I'd hope so too, man. Um, you would would hope so, but <laughs> yeah, we, I don't think we yeah, learned some lessons from our past hoping. wars too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jay, wrap it up. So what what's on the cards for you guys for the rest of the bloody time in your bunker? You, I can hear some of the boys there fucking around you, enjoying yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're just fucking um, chilling for now. Um, some dudes getting ready to take um, some much deserved leave, um, go home, see families and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, but uh, I'll be staying here, just fucking managing training and uh, just chilling out. Really, it's uh it's hot. Uh, our trainings good it like keeps us fit and you know fucking grounded as well um so that takes us takes up a lot of our time as well but we do we do chill quite a lot because downtime is very important yeah that that's the military mate people haven't joined uh, i think you yeah. said to me today that actually no, it was another guy um who were like man people who have been in the army know that 99 percent of it is sitting around fucking waiting <laughs> like <laughs> oh Trust me, all that waiting becomes very valuable. It's just like I'm um, happy to sit here and do nothing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. Well, bro, look. Um, is there anything else we've forgotten? As you know, you know, you're always welcome. You and your boys, you're always welcome to come on and um, talk to me and tell your stories and whatever, and log these down in case touch wood, God forbid, something would have happened, um, but also give people a real perspective on on the war. Um, for instance, like that video, you know. Uh, I even look at, like, I know somewhat what I'm looking at. Like, I know a hell of a lot more than the average layman on, on Instagram. You know, I know what I'm looking at of, of these systems. And even I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, so I think yeah. it is very important to, you know, do something like this and actually be like, right, this is actually uh, this is actually the case of what then happened. So the door or podcast or whatever you want to fucking Discord, whatever on, uh, it's always open, man, for you, your boys, um, whoever's listening to yeah, cheers, bro. Um, the boys and Bravo team say good day. Um, I'm not saying it, Yorkie. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't fit. It's stupid. I, I've lost the chance now. No, I want to hear what Yorkie wants. So Come on. Uh, all right, he wants to hear it, Yorkie. Fucking hell. What is it? All right, I forgot the quote. All right, you want to say it? All right, hold on. Can you send me it? He's got a quote. This is actually no. Actually, this 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 does fit in. I was wrong. So there's a quote that my mate. Said to my mate, which he is worded better, so he doesn't get all the credit. Um, and it, it emphasizes the, I guess, reality of once you cross that threshold onto like an assault or onto the front line. Um, where is it? You got it, Yogi? It's in your own time, mate. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, no, this guy doesn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Quick, Yogi, right, the Russians so... are coming. Hurry up. 
<laughs> so he said, once you get past that line, it's a whole different world where no rules of society come into play. It's just pure violence, death, and destruction. Great. That's good. That's good, man. Um, which, which is, yeah, it's true because you see, uh, you know, a lot of people online thinking fucking, oh, like people should have do done this or like why why did you do this? Like, oh, that's wrong. It's just like it just, it just doesn't matter out there. The politics don't mean shit. It's all about once you get into that trench system or once you're on that approach, your whole mindset just changes and you're just like, all right, it's now either going to be me or them and it's sure as hell not going to be me. So uh, you just, yeah, it's it's a good good quote. Yeah, yeah nice one, Yogi. Cheers, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. Fucking hopefully people hear that and, you know, think twice before, I guess thinking dumb shit i guess yeah and very very few humans um alive can actually relate to what it's like out there mate there's a bunch of 20 year olds in you guys and there's a bunch of 80 year olds in our grandfathers who fought in europe um and of and, and in the pacific and areas and that that's about it um who can really relate to to this so you know it's yeah it's a lot of a lot of people judging from um their couch and i'm cognizant that i do that to a degree um as well so i, I always appreciate you guys adding some um some realistic uh, perspective mate yeah man happy to always happy to fucking um give a clearer picture on it when i can eh? and i'm looking forward to mate when this is over doing this over a beer and a few hours yeah blow your fucking nose <laughs> that'd be fucking be loose. first on the agenda i assure you fucking i fucking i well mate um, look, unless there's anything else, um, I really appreciate it. We'll keep this one a bit, a bit shorter and we'll, we'll stop in um, whenever the next mission um, comes and goes and, and is a success. Oh, please. Oh, also, yeah. uh, one last thing. I've got a um, – so if people want to help support Chosen Company, uh, we do have uh, that YouTube channel, Chosen Company Co, and link to it is also our PayPal where we uh, – use the funds to replace damaged gear or buy new stuff as well um it great it it helps the unit a lot um just to, you know help us keep fighting so if anyone wants to you know support just jump over to the youtube channel and the, you know, the links there yeah it'll also um it'll also be linked um below this video too cheers bro i really appreciate talking to you man ah oh, mate anytime i hope um i hope you get better over your, uh better from your fucking sickness and say uh say good day to the lads for me yeah, no worries, mate. I'll fucking uh, I'll have a chat to you after this, bro. Easy, okay. Thanks, man. All right, catch you, mate. See ya.